This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. I'm excited today because God still sits on the throne and in the midst of so much confusion, hurt, pain, and destruction in this world, I know that he takes care of me. I also know that he takes care of my children and I thank God for taking care of my family as a whole as he makes ways where we cannot see our way clearly. Now I'm gonna start off by apologizing for my voice. I think I've used it too much in school this week, but I don't want to miss the opportunity to encourage you this week. I know that his grace is sufficient and favor is simply not fair. But an awesome God has chosen to cover and care for me in spite of me. You see, I trust and believe in him just as many of you do. But today, I want to impress upon you that based on God's word and his many promises, my faith and your faith is simply not enough. Yes, we believe and depend on him, but he requires so much more. According to 2 Peter, the first chapter, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacked these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. For your sake and your salvation, I never want you to forget that God has forgiven and cleansed you from your sins. If you have accepted and received the Spirit of the Lord, he has. Today, I need to remind you that faith is powerful as it is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. My prayer today is that you have enough faith to trust God's word and work in his will way and in the purpose that God intends because faith without works is dead according to verse 5 add to your faith virtue virtue has been defined as conformity of life and conduct with the principles of morality the virtues are thus the practical attitudes and habits adopted in obedience to those principles of God Now the principles are described biblically as the fruit of the Spirit. 
in Galatians 5, 22 to 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Now for those who are meticulous, you must have noticed that faith has appeared for the second time. So the clear indication is to add to your faith, more faith, virtue, and undergird that virtue with additional faith, hence expressing the importance of our faith. But then add to that virtue knowledge. Now knowledge is awareness or information gained by experience of a fact or situation. Whole truths or principles as from study or investigation. So knowledge is enlightening and gives direction. According to 2 Timothy 2 and 15, we must study to show ourselves approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So studying God's word enlightens us with the principles of God, revealing the sum total of the spiritual beings we truly are, having human experiences. According to Psalm 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You see, God's word gives us our directions spiritually and morally, where to go, how to get there, what to do, and lights our way so we can see where we are headed. God's word went a step further in saying, I will not have you ignorant, as ignorance is a state of lacking knowledge. Now to this God-given knowledge must be added temperance. Temperance is the practice of always controlling your actions, thoughts, or feelings so that you do not become excessive in any of your behaviors, all things in moderation. In its purest form, temperance is exercising self-control. But when we are striving to be Christ-like, we invite His Spirit, the precious Holy Ghost, so that those parts and pieces of us that we cannot control in our own strength, the omnipotence and omniscience of the Spirit tames the tongue and condemns us into godly decision-making, taking control for us. Hence, the Holy Ghost is a keeper, so that those out-of-control behaviors that we once exhibited become matters of our past. God's word said old things are passed away and behold all things become new. He was talking about me and you, our walk, our journey, and our life living. The older people often say the things I used to do, the words I used to say, those habits and practices that I used to have, I don't do them anymore. So temperance is self-control. But the Holy Ghost is a comforter and a keeper that brings about the ultimate temperance. 
This means that even when those behaviors that came so naturally to you prior to the Holy Spirit, you can no longer behave, react, or respond in any way that is contrary to God's way or his expectations without experiencing feelings of condemnation, shame, discontent, or complete unease. You see, going against the nature of the Holy Ghost would grieve the spirit that lives inside of you to the point that your body, mind, and soul would become uncomfortable. The same would feel like your body warring against itself as the flesh and spirit are in opposition. But once you have a fully made up mind and a whole heart completely toward God, the spirit of the Lord will reign and rule in your mind, body, and soul. Please remember, there is no good thing in our flesh, no matter how beautiful or handsome you may believe you are. As we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, so the flesh must be crucified so that we die to our flesh and its sinful lust and are born again to the desires and practices of the Spirit, those things of the Spirit. Now to that temperance, we must add patience. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. The Word of God has said, let patience have her perfect work in you. You see, as people of God, we have got to be willing to wait on God to come through with all of his many promises. Of course, even faith, the faith that we must have, that same faith with which we started, requires that we believe that God is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But patience expands one's belief, one's faith to wait on God and trust that he will protect, provide, perfect, and defend all for which we believe him. Psalm 27th chapter and the 14th verse has stressed, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You see, patience is the stamina with reassurance to wait, and that waiting will strengthen your heart. Waiting on God brings us strength in all areas of our lives. When we feel weak-willed or mentally discouraged, waiting on the Lord upholds us and gives us the power we need to persevere. To patience, we must add godliness. Now, godliness is the quality or practice of conforming to the laws and wishes of God devoutness and moral uprightness. To be wise is to live in godliness, reflecting the nature of the kingdom of God in the course of our everyday lives. When investigating more closely, godliness is holiness, blessedness, devoutness, piety, piousness, sainthood, saintliness, saintship, all of those things opposite 
godlessness. Godliness is the quality of being godly. Obeying and respecting God. Just know that one cannot truly walk in godliness until he knows the word of God. One cannot know the word of God unless he studies God's word to gain proper knowledge of God. Along with all of this knowledge of God, God's word has implored us to get understanding. The ability to rightly divide and appropriately apply God's word to every aspect of our lives. In other words, many people have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. In these words, the Apostle Paul was expressing that many were devoted to God, but lacked the intimate knowledge of God necessary to maintain a godly life to foster their own salvation. Such a statement reminds us to study and seek in-depth knowledge so that we are intimately familiar with the things of God and godliness in order to live the abundant life that God intended for each of us. The same one that we want to excitedly share with others. Because when we truly cast all of our cares on the Lord, he becomes our weight, our truth, and our life. When we take his yoke upon us and learn of him, just knowing the Lord makes us happy. And godliness with contentment is great gain. To godliness add brotherly kindness. Because according to 1 John 2 and 9, godliness is proved by brotherly kindness. Now, brotherly kindness is the caring affection that is normally shown to our kin, being expanded to the greater community, loving your fellow man and woman as you love yourself. Brotherly kindness is sharing love with one another, being tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you and forgave me. But the most important quality that God's people must possess is charity. Now charity is love, genuine love from a pure heart that unselfishly seeks the best for others. You see, God is love and those who lack love are not of God. Charity suffereth long, that is love. Love suffers long and is kind. Love is not envious. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. It does not behave itself unseemingly. It seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endure all things. Love never ever fails. In his most pure omnipotence, God is love. Now if you lack the lived characteristics of faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity, which is true, unblemished love. You are not of God and really need to stop what you are doing 
and get to know him. Get to know him for real. You see, these are the intentional behaviors that make up your godly habits and keep your spiritual being fortified. With them, you will never be unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and the things of God. Anyone who lacks these characteristics is blind and short-sighted and fails to remember that he or she has been purged and freed from sin, so they still live in bondage. If you remain diligent with all of these God requirements, you will never fall and you will never fail. The Word of God has said that all who faithfully obey and live their lives in the abundant admonition of holiness, remember genuine brotherly love, the same Spirit will usher you into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is my prayer that each of you strive to walk in the habits that show the fruit of the Spirit. God bless and keep each of you. I sought the Lord and all his help when I bent my knees to pray. In 2 Peter, I heard and studied his word. This is what he said. If you are mine and I am yours, with faith you'll run this race. Believe in your heart from the very start. I'm with you in every trial and challenge you face. To faith you must add virtue, good in all you do. Know you represent the heart of God ever present to see you through, to virtue and knowledge of the King. He is our strength in everything. Defender and winner against all odds, comfort and peace is what he brings. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me are words that our God said. I am the Lord who will never leave nor forsake you. Trust and be not afraid. To knowledge add temperance, balance for life, unto your heart and soul, a comforter, keeper, positive life speaker. He will take complete control. Trust and obey while fasting, just pray. For your future, God has a plan. No matter too difficult or too strange, he knows your address and your middle name. Your future is in his hands. To temperance and patience, a requirement to stir faith, this tedious journey will require the ability to wait. But while you wait, continue to pray. God will do all and make a way. Your patience uphold belief to grow with each and every day. To your patience add godliness needed to pass every life test, give you strength to live a holy life and for our souls a place to rest one that's moral and clean from which others can glean, spiritual habits that compel living right. To godliness add brotherly kindness, adds love and single-mindedness. All double-minded are confused and lack sight. Show kindness to one another, move beyond father and mother. Even strangers must see and feel your light. Then finally, more important than all, Charity's love to which we've been called. In order to claim God, you must share love. 
It is your passion, his pride, truth where love and peace abide. Produce his fruit, bear witness of God above. Add more faith as you walk upright, stand firm, fight the good fight. God has gifted you with everything that is required. The spirit of the Lord is meek and strong like lingering melody to an old song will keep you uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 84 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I want you to spend every second of every minute of each hour of all your days having faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity, which is that love that God requires, so that you can live the abundant life and with your light show the world the hand of God that will keep you in perfect peace. God's promises are available on a request to reward plan. He has requested that we receive his precious Holy Ghost that connects us directly to him. Be you holy for I am holy, God's word has said. The spirit of the Lord hosts his DNA and ushers in his fruit, such as faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. By displaying and honestly living with these God-ordained habits shining through you, you represent Christ and God's love in true holiness. Keeping each of these principles render you his disciples and allows you to take part in his promise of eternal life. Yes, you are partakers with Christ. If you suffer with him, you will also reign with him. God is a rewarder of all of those who love and diligently seek him. You see, to seek him is to gain answers and find love and peace, grace and mercy, faith and favor. To find him, to truly find him, is to love and serve him in spirit and in truth. It is to find a place of refuge when chaos exists all around you. Knowing God provides unspeakable rest for your soul. Psalm 37 and 37 has said, Mark the perfect man and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. Perfect in this sense means doing all that God requires with all diligence. Because of your faithfulness, God will reward you with his peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that God bless and keep each of you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. 
The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.